Today's anecdotal experience is sponsored by UV Vodka. I seriously hate the taste of vodka, but it is the only alcohol that doesn't leave me with some really painful indigestion. If I drink so much as two beers I'll be spending the entire evening holding in an avalanche of farts. Thanks, Vodka. Hey, what's Today our guest is Lucas Waterfill. This was a fun podcast. This guy has cerebral palsy. He's also a stand-up comedian. But today he talks more about his experience as an adult man with cerebral palsy. This dude does not let cerebral palsy get in the way of his life. And that's what I find truly fascinating and also inspiring. Yeah, you're hype on this episode. Um, hey, do you like this podcast? Are you into it? Do me a favor. Share it with a friend. Write a little blurb. Write, yo, I fuck with this podcast hard. Maybe you should too. I don't know. What do I know? Let's do this with Lucas Waterfield. You have, wait, you have... Cerebral palsy. Alright, what... What is that? Um, it's a... Um, I got it when I was born. Um, it's a neurological condition. Um, I had a lack of oxygen in my brain when I was being born. And, uh... So basically, the part of my brain that controls my body movement is dead. So, um, and and I'm I'm just physically uh, impaired, not mentally. And but CP can it's like autism where there's like uh, range, I guess. So. Someone could have CP and have a limp, and someone could have CP and be like me, and then someone could have CP and be cognitively. And what are impaired. what are what are you? I'm a like. Qu- what ability do you have to do for people who can't so see you? So I'm a quadriplegic spastic. That means I'm impaired in all four limbs, uh, and I have spasms. Okay. Yeah. You're impaired in four limbs. Like, can you move your legs? Yeah. Okay. Yep, that's a lot. And people, like, people always say shit like, well, I bet you can feel it. I'm like, no, I can. You can feel uh, your yeah, legs. Yeah. 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 I, that's part of the problem is I feel everything. So um, is there's a lot of tension. The spastic part is there's a lot of tension in my muscles. Yeah. So, like, I'm constantly, um, I constantly, like, like, if you, like, ball up your fist for a long time, that's, and it starts hurting, that's what. Okay. Has it gotten, okay, since, so you've had this, like, your whole life? Yeah. Okay. Has it gotten worse, or has it been pretty much the same, the... Um, How old are you? I'm 26. 26. I'm 26. I I was diagnosed when I was uh, three years old by my uncle. Actually, I was diagnosed by my uncle, and um, um, it like it's not degenerative. It doesn't like get worse necessarily, but um, I've noticed as I get older, you know how just normal when you get older stuff creaks yeah breaks down so i i think the cp is kind of like um uh, exasperate exasperates that like adds to it adds to it yeah Yeah. so um yeah so i don't know i i just it's a it's a big it's a big part of my life obviously it's a big part of my identity um, but I've just, I've noticed 
Um, How do you feel about it being part of your identity? You being the CP guy. Um, like in high school and early in college, I would have been like, you know, like so proud of it. Like, yeah, I'm crippled. I, I don't give a shit. Like, like I'm proud of who I am and like super forward about it. And I'm still forward about it. But yeah. Now... As I get older, I'm like, I could take it or leave it. Like, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. It, it, it's just something that I have to cope with. And like, some t- some days I love it, and other days, I'm like, this is this sucks. Yeah. And, and like, I when feel, how do you love it? Like, I, what's I love? I love. Like, I love being the center of attention, and I love um, being different, and I love, like, um... Does it kind of give you a having, different angle? Having a different perspective. Yeah. I, I love my perspective on life, and I enjoy having it, and, like... I could not imagine myself having a different perspective. If I'm, you know, I I just, I love, like, viewing the world the way that I do. And if it wasn't for my disability, I would not view the world the way that I do. What sort of things do you view differently in life? Like, what do you see, what do you notice other people seeing in a light that you don't see? You may see it a different well, way. I I think ability is subjective. I think ability is a social construct. What do you mean? I really do. I think um, that, that, like, for example, um, I have a lot of benefits. There's a lot of benefits. There's a lot of intelligence that I have, a lot of advantages that I have because I'm disabled. Um, Like, I can sympathize with other people more. than other people because of my disability. I have I have some of the best relationships of my life. Like coming up like coming up uh, the stairs to get me in this place. Yeah, we Kayla and I picked you up picked, and put you on the food. Picked me up yeah. and and it's it's call me like warm and fuzzy or whatever, but that is relationship building that, it is that is i felt that too yeah that yeah, is a common struck struggle that we went through and at that moment we were all this is what i believe at that moment we were all disabled okay like we all shared my disability mm-hmm. so this was not gonna happen unless i got up those stairs right so we were all like on the same level in that in that situation. Yeah, our our your burden was our burden. Yeah, exactly. Because you have to do this thing. Exactly. Yeah, and and that's why I think it's a social construct where if we as a society were like, okay, your burden is our burden, I think it would make a lot a lot more people. Um, connect in a connect, way connect yeah. and it would progress society in a more pra- in a pra- practical way yeah that's an interesting point so you're I, look it's like an opportunity to may, maybe i'm getting too heady no no it's uh that i'm i wouldn't have it any other way okay. i because i felt that too even even like me touching you and picking you up I never touch people. Yeah. I never like. I never put my arms under someone else's arms and lift them up and move them somewhere. That's not something I would have. We would if you weren't crippled. Yeah. I would have never done that. Yeah, you know. And like in that moment, I have to be. I have to be confident. I have to be like, okay, pick me up. Right. Like I have to know that this is okay because everyone else around me is freaking out. Like, yeah. oh, am I going to break him? No, pick me up. Right. Like, like it's it's all good. Um, it was terrifying for me because yeah. I'm like, dude, yeah. if you if I drop you, 
or if like one of us gives out, then it's like you're gonna jack your head up on this asphalt. Yeah, and I think that's where the prejudice comes from with disabilities, um, because I think what I've realized is that I'm making people when I go out in public. I spend most of my time making people feel okay with my disability. Yeah. Because I've been disabled all my life. So a lot of insecurities people project on me Yeah, are their own insecurities. Interesting. How so? Like, what, what does that look like? Like, like, people go, like, a common thing, people go up to me like, you're such an inspiration. Like, you can do whatever you want. Like, you will be cured one day. Okay. And I'm like, no, I won't. Like, yeah. I, th- no. This is who I am. This is it, man. There is no cure. And you don't want to be. I, do, I, 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 yeah, I could take it or leave it. And like I said, like, you know, I moved on. Yeah. So them saying there's a cure is them saying, I want there to be a cure so I don't have to face your disability. Oh, it's them pitying you because they put themselves yeah. in your situation yeah. and say, I yeah. don't want that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, like, and I'm, like, it's, it's tiring. It, it really is. It's like, dude, I'm living my life. Like, I have people go up to me like, so... First thing they say to me, so CP, right? Okay. I'm like, my name is Lucas. Right. How are you? They say, so CP? Yeah. New people. Yeah, like, just random ass. So CP, right? I'm like, you know, introduce yourself, man. People really say that? Yeah. People, I I was chilling out at a comedy club, and I'm from Indianapolis, and someone uh, went up to me and was like, I saw a person, um, a race car driver, um, who got injured ride in a Indy car. Mm-hmm. You can do that. Like they're saying, you probably don't think you can. You probably don't think you can, but you can do that. Yeah. I'm like... Dude, why don't you do that? I don't yeah. want to. That's not me. You can do that too, Fuker. Yeah. And how did that dude get in that? Like he probably shouldn't. Yeah. He brought, he got injured because he's a driver and he's getting back in the car. That's probably not the best idea for right. that dude to do to do. So it's like it's just these weird. And I have these instances like. Where people just say weird stuff to me, like, once a week. Well, it's and, pity. Yeah, it's pity. They see and, you and they think, oh, you need my pity. I want to give you my pity. And that's... It's pity. And and they don't see our... our um, they don't see pity as discrimination. Yeah. They see pity as charity. They see pity as uh, boosting their own ego. Like, look how nice I was to that and, guy. And, like, I'm their good favor for the day, you know? Yeah. Um, which, I I mean, I say all this, and I have instances. I can't get too bitter. Excuse me. Um, I can't get too bitter because I have instances where I'm out in public, and I need help legitimately. Right. Um, I fall over or need help with a drink or my headphones fall off or something and I need help. So, and people help me gladly. So it's, it's kind of a hard, it's a hard balance. Right. Because you don't want to hate on everyone, but it's kind of hard not to. No, I understand. It's that yeah. it's dehumanizing to you when people are like, hey, buddy, you can drive a race car. I believe in yeah. you. It's like, dude, 
I'm a person that doesn't want to drive a race car. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. Get, I'm getting on stage in half an hour. That's what I'm doing. Right. I'm like, I'm doing what I'm, if I want to be in a race car, I would be in a race car, you know? Yeah, you're living, <laughs> yeah, I get that, dude. Nobody likes that. Nobody yeah. likes to be pitied. No one likes to be told, oh, hey, you're all right, because it's them saying, I feel like you should be sad. Yeah. And it's like, dude, I'm not sad. Like, nobody's ever gone to you and go, hey, you can be in a race car. Yeah, I'm like, I know. <laughs> I just yeah, don't no, want to. No one ever would think that. Like, right. It's insane. And I, I had one, I, it's kind of sad, I have a story where I was sitting at a bar, and um, I was drinking, I it was, I like drinking alone. Um, You're, you drink a lot? I do that, too. That's that's the what, only way I really yeah, do it. Yeah, as, I'm like George Thorgood, man. I yeah, drink man. alone. Yeah. yeah, I prefer to be by myself. Um, no, uh, I was drinking alone, and like this guy, you know, I love dive bars because it's like it's like real real people. Um, but this guy comes up to me and um, tells me like. You know, it's been rough this last week because this is the anniversary of my uh, son dying. And I go, man, that's awful. That's terrible. I feel sorry. I, I'm so sorry. And he goes, well, why am I complaining to you? Look at you. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, you rather have... A dead son than be crippled. Right. I'm like, either either I don't know how much it sucks to be crippled or you're a really bad parent. Probably (laughs) bad parent. That guy probably sucks. I know. I know. No, he's trying to relate, but I'm trying to demonstrate, like, that's that's how I feel people look at disabilities like they can have a son die right and be like well at least i'm not crippled so you don't see it as you just you're able to see the positives you don't sulk you don't see your life as a burden you just see your life as different no it's it's not a i mean it's a burden when i can't get up in the morning yeah there's there's burdens to everything um i'm sure you've dealt with shit that i don't know anything about and I think the I think the only difference between disability, like um, apparent disability, and everybody else's struggle, is that it's on the outside. Yeah. So everyone has to deal with it. You know. Yeah, everyone. It's it's obvious. Yeah. It's on the so, surface. People. So yeah. I don't go up to a person and know they've been abused or go up to a person and know they've gone through poverty or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so we can just go through a day without knowing that. But with me, everybody knows. Yeah. It's evident that like this guy is going through this. Yeah. But you don't. So every you, do you ever feel insecure about your disability? Uh, Yeah. Like, what sort of things would make you be like, yeah, all right, I'm, this is... Because to me, you seem like a really confident person that it just, it's it's you, and it's not like you have shame attached to it, it's just, you're just a guy that's in a chair. Yeah, I'm I'm struggling, um, I'm 26, um, so I'm single, I'm, I'm struggling to uh, be secure with... Uh, my like with sexuality with like me as a I'm gonna hate myself what? say this. what say what dude gonna it's gonna be weird I know I know what you're about to say sexual being yeah is that yeah, uh, a, uh, yeah a grown up yeah uh, with sexual yeah, desires with sexual desires well how is that di- wait how is this difficult for you um Besides the obvious reasons, but you know what I mean? Like, how does this... I mean, because I think... 
I think there's a lot that goes into it. Um, I, I not only have to convince people, like, to have sex with me. Right. I have to convince them I can have sex in the first place. And um, that's difficult, which is not a big deal. But I don't know. It is for me. Well, yeah, no, that's, I mean, it's tough for anyone to convince another person to have sex with them. And then if they don't even, if there's a question in their head, we're like, I don't even know if that's an option for this dude. Yeah, or how we do it. Yeah. So there's all these questions you have to answer. And um, I, I think, like, I hate when people start a sentence like this, but I read an article um, about, and I read an article in The Guardian about how um, disabled people haven't had a a love revolution yet, like everyone else. So... um, so like every other minority, every other big group, yeah, like white people, or not, but every group, white people, black people, gay people, women, um, are still doing, you know, have had that revolution where they're like, we can, ha- it's cool to have sex, mm-hmm. and it's not shameful. Okay. And there's not, there's not shame involved with it, you know. Okay. And those groups are dealing with that and have dealt with that. And I think this article was saying, which I concur, is um, that disabled people are kind of stuck in the fifties, you know, where people don't even think we're. They don't even sexualize us. Right. That's they rule you out. Yeah. It's it's like what women what women struggle with, um, like over sexualization, I think disabled people struggle with the You can't possibly pull, pull, be able to look that yeah. Pull, polar opposite problem. Yeah. Where we're not sexualized at all. We're virgins, we're you know, we're you know, these perfect, you know, sinless creatures right they don't even the idea of sex to a person to people look at you as a sexual option is just not there and so maybe me not getting laid is not because i can't not because of my disability but because i'm anxious as shit and this is all what goes through my head before. Oh, you just think you're too weird because <laughs> yeah. you think everyone's thinking this and they're no, not? I, no, no, I, I wrap everything up in this big, like, theory. I'm very... Yeah. Theoretical. This is why I'm not getting yeah. laid. Yeah. Yeah, because society... It's not, it's not because of me. No, it's I, never because of you. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, it's not because I'm a prick. It's not because of what I said it's right. because of society. I do think I do. I will say though, I don't think you're wrong. I think that article is entirely right. I think. Yeah. I mean, it just inherently people see. There's just a lot of questions. You know what I mean? You yeah. see in a guy in a wheelchair, and there's a lot of like, how would he? How would he? Fuck, dude. How does yeah. he do that? What is? Can and, he? And how? How do you get across? I can. You know, I can fuck. Yeah. How can you like? say that do you say that from uh so you're a comedian yes do you ever say from stage like do you ever i feel like that would be a pretty easy thing to work into a joke that you have the ability to have sex and maybe you could parlay that into so i'm cheating a little i'm working on some bits about this yeah so i'm pulling from those bits um yeah i there's a that's why comedy is such a gold mine for crippled people what do you mean there's so much material man yeah but do you okay so you, we're in comedy now but do you not like being that being your identity uh, a crippled comic because then you can't do you feel like okay i'm gonna do i'm gonna be a crippled comic but now i can't do bits about going to the grocery store i okay the, <laughs> this is my thing i think there's 
just because like I have a bit about getting my pubes shaved um, and I think it's a bit about getting my pubes shaved it's not a crippled bit okay but, yeah. but it involves my disability because I like like I saw Josh Blue the other week. He's like, you know, of course I'm gonna tell jokes from a crippled perspective. Right. I'm crippled. I'm not gonna tell jokes from a, a fat fat black woman's perspective because right. I'm not a fat black woman. And like, and that I I think like. As long as you're honest for any comic, as long as you're, like, ruthlessly honest with yourself, people can relate to you. So, there's a lot of... People can relate to my jokes, not because I'm a crippled comic, but because I tell stories that they... Oh, true to myself. I don't know. Yeah, no, they help people better understand you. If you can describe things, people can say, yeah, that's how I would imagine it'd be like for him. And then it's also you being comfortable and saying, like, I'm crippled, but I'm having fun with my life and I enjoy it. My life is fun. And and I try to to add tags that are just, like, general. Yeah. Like, knowledge or, like, stuff that people get people back into it. Like, I don't. Like, just references and stuff. They're like, oh, okay. Yeah, where they can just connect with you yeah. as just a guy, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it's, a, it's a thing where it's like, oh, this guy's different from me. But in, in most ways, he's still a guy. Yeah. He's still just a, a dude like me. Yeah. Um, And that's another people thing people say to me. It's like, you know I treat you like everyone else. I'm like, well, if you did... Wouldn't you say that to everyone else? Right. You don't treat. Would that is so true? I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't tell any of my buddies. Like you know, I treat you like everyone else. Be like yeah. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Right. You. Need, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. them. It, that's another thing, though. It's the same thing as like sympathy, because they're trying to tell you, "Hey, man, I treat you like everyone else." I'm not a dick. Right. Um, okay. You are. Yeah. No, that is funny. It's another way that they're trying to. They're, they're trying to make themselves feel better. Yeah. Um, and I try not to get... I, I've said some dumb stuff, so... I try not to get judgy, but I feel like... Oh, I'm so judgy, dude. I yeah. I love it. I do, too. I love just, like, judging people's flaws, man. Yeah. I'm into it. That's why when people criticize your religion, and like, it's so judgy. Religion's not judgy. We are. It's true. We're just... Because it's good. Judgy people are judgy. I love uh, I love Judge Judy. Hell That's yeah. why I want. No, <laughs> it's a lame joke. Um, but I don't know. I have had relationships um in the past, and they've been good. I've had good relationships. How does that? How do you? How? I don't know, cause it, it must. How do you how do you hook up with a girl, whether it's just physical or like a like, or get into a relationship? Do you find girls more reluctant to give you the time of day, or do you find them easier um, to talk to girls? I'm, I, I, uh, I go through phases where I'm like too in my head and it's my bad and that's why I'm bad at talking to girls and then I go in phases where I'm just like okay I'm gonna get out there and start talking like anyone else yeah um so so I, I never like had a one night stand I've never yeah. done that that's I I did are you judging that, right now what are you slut shaming you judging one night stand one night standards no, I've I've ordered a prostitute. So okay. I can't. All right. I can't judge. The walls are down. Yeah, I, <laughs> okay, all right. I, I can't. I can't judge. Okay. Um. I, that's. Hey, mom. Um. I yeah. I've ordered a prostitute. Um. And. 
Um, so I can't judge on that. Yeah. I would love to have a one night stand. It's not. It's not. Practical. Okay, so it's just out of opportunity. Yeah, one and night stands are. So dope. my my point is the re the way I try to uh, get with one like. So say I, dude and no one cares say get with dude get, I say get with I get with women yeah yeah um it, I I so I'm a very personable guy so I feel like my best bet is building uh a deep relationship right um and I've you know I I I've used my I I have some tricks that I use. What are your tricks, dude? I I've dropped my phone on purpose. Okay. And got a girl's number from that. Not bad. Yeah. All right. And like I have a phone, obviously. Why don't you put your number? There. Like that. And I feel like I could do that, right? I mean, maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> If you drop your phone and you're like, could you pick that up for me? They'd be like, oh, yeah, if I had to ask. If it was like, yeah, 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 no, that wouldn't work. But if I, you know what I'm saying, though? I could drop it in enough time where it's in front of her. Now she's got to pick it up. She feels like she should. It could work for me. Yeah. Yeah. I think I should write a book. Yeah. Pick up artist <laughs> don't do that don't because you're on a vh1 oh, show no. i need to get a good I would, tea. Uh, yeah you would you need, a, you need a fedora too yeah a fedora yeah um so you got your okay so you've had relationships you you know what you're doing i i um yes i know what i am doing um my first my i lost my virginity with um oh this is great I lost my virginity with uh, my caregiver. No. Yeah. Dude, what? Yeah. How old? Uh, I was 18. Um, Your kid, how old was she? She was 20. Okay. Yeah. Damn, um, dude. What's yeah. that, rela- how does that relationship progress to that point? Oh, uh, she's taking me to the restroom. Okay. And I pee, she Cleaning up my piss. Yeah. And very romantic. Um, it's probably pretty intimate. Yeah, it's it's a weird, it's a weird relationship. Yeah. Caregivers, because it's you're supposed to, it's supposed to be professional, but you can't help but cross lines because you're with them. I'm with my caregivers twelve hours a day, so it's like. How are we supposed to be professional where, like, you're not allowed to get attached? Right. And I'm not always talking sexual, but, like, you know, as close, close friends, you know. But anyways, so we, um, yeah, she, she kind of come and came on to me. Yeah. Um, and... That was, that was my first, and we had, I was living in a studio apartment with my brother, so we had to, like, sneak around and, like. Oh, so it was a regular thing? Yeah, it was, it went on for, like, a month or two. Were you in love with her? Um, no. Because, like you said, it was, like, you know, you you had some connection you know i i i was not in love with her i i will never forget her though because she like she taught me that okay i can do this yeah like i can i can have this sort of relationship yeah give you this confidence that a woman can be attracted to you yeah Yeah, and she she was an attractive woman and like i'm like Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm not a shut-in. Yeah. You know, I'm, you know. That's a super important thing for just, like, any, like, any person for someone to, you know. So, um, that, that was fun, um, and then it got weird, and then we stopped. Yeah, that happens Um, to, like, 
any relationship. Yeah, yeah, it gets it, weird. It was, but it was good. And then, um, then my next relationship, I, 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 I did. I, I don't know. I did fall in love with a person. Oh yeah. Um, she, that's not because. She's super she's like religious. Okay. And really passionate about it. And I'm not religious to the point where I was considering acting religious. Faking it? And just I'm like, my my this is how much I love I love it. I'm like, maybe I could just I mean, I don't believe in God, so right. What's the difference? What? Like oh, like faking I, it to a god that doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. If I fake yeah. it, I'm like, what's the difference? I love her, so I can go to church. Oh, that happens all the time. Man. Yeah, it's yeah. like, and she wasn't buying it. She, she didn't like, buy it. She's like, you don't believe in God. Was that the problem? Uh, I don't. I blame it on that, but maybe something else. Well, it's know. definitely not a character flaw on your part. Yeah, as we discussed. It, it, it would. It would not be. I, it would not be my ego or my um, inability to listen. It would not be that. No, couldn't be. No, absolutely not. And um, I actually have a funny story about a relationship. My, um, I was with a. One of my first dates with a person, uh, with a girl, we were at a nightclub, like, dancing, getting, partying, uh, and, she, like, we, I had to go to the restroom. Okay. And she had to take me, uh, to the restroom, and, in the guy's restroom, and, uh, all these dudes were drunk and being dudes. Yeah, and so weird. they were. We were in the handicap stall, and she was taking to the restroom, and all these dudes were like, "You're getting, you're getting that dude, you're getting that." Yeah, and she's like, like okay. cussing at them over the right over the top of the thing. Right, I'm like, yeah, cussing at them, and then we dated for a while because that was. Wait, did you meet her in that nightclub? No, we met. We met. Um, at a show. Okay, I was gonna say so, that'd be insane, dude. I, I would, yeah. I should have lied. Yeah, dude. Why didn't? Which, for the record, oh. you met that girl at that nightclub, and she. Why didn't I lie? There it is, dude. Most people lie on this. I forgot to tell you. Most of these stories are fabricated. Oh. Yeah. Shit. My bad. That's you could, you could have told me that. I know. Let's start the podcast right so, now. So okay, okay cool. yeah. I should have turned off my fridge too. So but we're by here. the way. Yeah, we met at that nightclub. It's insane, dude. Did a bunch of. Coke. That's such a broy thing to do, though. Like the bros yelling, like, "Yeah, dude, get it, man." Oh, did they? Did they genuinely think that, or were they just being assholes? Oh, they were being assholes. Yeah, they were just patronizing. Well, that does that mean? I mean, that is cool. That you know, I mean, it, everyone, regardless of who you are, every I, I can at least speak for men have that insecurity, and they have to get to that point where they feel, like you said, like a sexual being. Like somebody at least thinks of them in that way, and they have that yeah. capability to be uh, for someone to find them attractive. Yeah, it's um, I don't know. I and what I'm what I'm struggling with now is not the part where the initial attraction. Mm -hmm. It's keeping that attraction because I've. I've had relationships, but they all last like a couple months. Yeah. And because of my situation, you get close. Right. Very fast. Right. Because they're like picking you up. They're and, picking yeah, me man. up. They're helping me. I feel, stuff. honestly, I feel like way tighter with you than I do most people yeah. because I've like lifted you up. Yeah. It's very intense. You yeah. know? And then, like, if. And then I I can see the wheels turning. They're like, if we're this close, this fast, like where is this going? Oh, okay. and like it just like it's. I think 
the closeness kind of turns them off at a point. It's too much too quick. There's no way to take it slow. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out ways to maybe take it slower. Or maybe, because as you get older, relationships go faster. Right. So maybe this is my, you know, I'm just waiting for like the 30, my 30s. I think you're not wrong. Yeah. Because I think people, like you said, people don't waste time when they get older. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. It's, it's. Yeah. I'm working on it. No, I feel you. Uh, we don't, yeah. I want to, I do want to ask you about, you said in high school, because I feel like high school is a time where kids are cruel. Like, I was a bully. I was a bully in middle school and high school. Yeah. But, and I, kids are just mean and they, yeah. they're insecure and they're mean. But you said you felt like you were really confident in who you were and you felt like you didn't, you know what I mean? You were, you liked being, you liked having your identity. Oh, yeah. It was, was never difficult. No, no, I was, I was a punk man. Were you I, really? I was like a suburban punk man. I was an emo I, kid. Oh yeah, I yeah. can tell by the used poster. Yeah. Man. Um, uh, yeah, I so that that helped me that because um, you you know how it is you go to shows mm-hmm. with the same people you kind of have that community community right and like you have that tight-knit group and i i had the like some of the best friend like still friends good friends with people in high school and and just a tight i was in a band actually oh were you really yeah what'd you play I screamed did you really yeah no way i was in a straight edge hardcore band what was the name of it commander casey Dude, I th- this is insane. Yeah. I think I know. Yeah, I, I played. I'm from a, Warsaw. I played a lot of shows around Cincy. Did, no, I'm from Indiana. Oh, okay. I'm from like, did you ever play at the Post in Goshen? <gasps> I, I know. Dude, this is I so funny. Goshen. Do you remember like Josiah and Kingston Falls uh, and those guys? Yeah. Yeah, we were so weird. We're from, dude, that's so funny. Because when you were saying this, it was like clicking in my head that there was someone that was yeah. in, a, in a wheelchair yeah. that did hardcore. Yeah. Commander Casey. Ugh. That's awesome. Yeah. Were you straight edge? Uh, conveniently, when I broke edge, when I broke edge. That, I, I know that one. I know yeah, it, dude. Yeah. yeah. You broke uh, edge when it was convenient? Yeah. yeah. Uh, turned 20. Yeah. Uh, my girl, uh, a girl at the time was like, you want a drink? And I was like, yeah. You didn't get any straight edge tattoos, did you? I got stay punk, stay clean, stay young on my ribs. Is it still there? It's still there. It's a little stretched. I've gained, you know. Okay, uh, yeah. No more torso tattoos for me. That's what I... Yeah, it's a dangerous area. Uh, yeah, yeah. Arms and... Yeah, arms is about it for me. Yeah. Uh, but that's awesome though. That's so you had a community where people like you, you had yeah, an identity. They yeah. had my back. Like, yeah. and I feel bad because we used to go around, um, we used to go around like the mall and like, I would go like basically entrap people Yeah. to like tease me. And then all my friends would come out like, Oh, you made fun of him. So I would like coke, coke. Uh, what's the word? Like, like I would like be a dick to people. Oh, you coax them to coax like make them. fun of yeah. you. So then For they'd be like, "You make fun of our cruel friend." <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's such a straight edge repressed oh, d- like. Dude. Can't Dude. drink, can't. Yeah, I know. Can't smoke, I, like so. so let's so like beat angry. people up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very. Anyways, so we were. This story, we were. Um, so we got in a lot of fights. Yeah. And because we were angsty, and uh, we were at a concert. Like a Blink-182 concert. Yeah. And and um, it was after the show, and these drunk guys went up to my friend, and they were hitting on her, and she was like, uh, hey, stop hitting on me. And mm-hmm. I 
tried to stick up for her. I was like, hey, she told you to stop hitting on her. Move on, man. Just move on. And they were like, oh, retard trying to talk shit. Yeah. Retard trying to talk shit. And, like, call me retard and making fun of my arms and stuff. And my friend, a big dude, was, like, was having a shitty day on top of that. And just grabbed him and started beating him up. And they got away from him. Got on the drunk bus that was picking everybody up. And he ran to the bus and, like, pulled him off the bus and started beating him up and um, and started beating him up. And then the cops came, and they were like, what's going on here? And I'm like, they called me retard. And they're like, we didn't see shit. And okay. just moved on. Oh, really? Because yeah. they were, like, not on the side yeah, of the guy that called. They yeah. were like, man, we're not breaking up a fight for calling people retard. Yeah. And so they just moved on and kept beating them up. We they let them go, and they were walking away talking shit. And we were meeting, we were meeting our friends there, and they were our, our another group of friends, and they were walking the opposite way. And... Then another group of, like, two minutes later, another group of friends come up, and they're like, dude, we saw these guys, um, and uh, they were like, hey, man, don't make fun of that retard over there. Yeah. And my friend was like, what the hell did you just say? And they got beat up again. <laughs> But they said, don't, okay, yeah. No, so, I, so like. But that's the culture that you were a part of. The yeah. Part of the culture you were a part of is, like, let's beat up anyone for any reason to yeah. beat someone's up. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the. I remember that, That dude. was the. I was, yeah, I was in a hardcore, I was in a straight Yeah, that band. was the. So, they got their ass beat twice. So, you always had people defending you. Yeah. You and, always did. Yeah. You had that community of people that, you had, honestly, you probably had the ideal community to be oh, a yeah. part of. Oh yeah. In that oh, position. Yeah. I and, and Were they Christian? Were they like Christian no, dudes? We we uh Why are why do straight edge kids how do people become straight edge kids if they're not Christian? I always wonder that. Um Explain what straight edge is. What is it to you? To me Or now. what was it to you? <laughs> to me now what it's Or what was it to you then? What okay. Why was it appealing? Because it was rebellion without rebellion. It was following the rules, it like, was, super hard. Yeah, it was, like, the safest rebellion ever. Oh, like, okay. for All me. Right. Yeah. And, and not to discredit too much. It did a lot for me. It, it gave me a sense of community. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it made me find an identity outside my disability. Um, yeah. Um, That's interesting. And... Um, it like made me confident enough to start fights, which is a bad thing, and I'm, and that's why I got out of it. Right, <laughs> was because I'm like, okay. Well, that are, had to are, have shaped you a lot, are, though. Are we? Are we're all just fighting, right? And we're we got it pretty good. Why are we fighting? Yeah. So. But I can see how someone could grow up super timid and super insecure about themselves and being in that position, even though, you know, it's kind of gone the other way where you're actually like beating people up and you have too much confidence, too much machismo. But it would have been very easy for you to have gone the other way um, and found it difficult to even interact with other people. Oh, like being my I, I came from a big family um, mm-hmm. uh, that very everybody everybody has a voice everybody talks like uh-huh. uh, my dad's a lawyer my mom's a teacher like so very confident positions you yeah know? uh you have to be confident so i think confidence was taught to me at an early age okay yeah all right so we're kind of like going backwards 
Yeah. Like Quentin Tarantino, that shit. That's my style, dude. Yeah. That's what they call me, the Quentin Tarantino of the podcast. Um, it's like Memento. Yeah. Uh, Who am I? So you did, you had that, that was always a part of you was, you never, you weren't the shy kid ever. Um, no. I, I remember at an early age, elementary school, where, um, um, I would play soccer with everyone, and, um, um, like, I couldn't kick the ball, obviously, so... The, Were you in a chair? Yeah, I was in okay, my electric yeah. chair, so I would, like, go around the playground bumping around in my electric chair, and, excuse me, how I would get the ball would, I would, like, run over the ball yeah, and, like, drag it, like... Under my chair. Right. So no one could get it. And then I would just roll into the goal. And, and like, people from the, excuse me, people from the other team um, would, like, complain, complain, like, he's cheating, he's cheating. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, this is all I can do. And they're like, he's cheating. You can't do that. So I'll never forget this. And I still remember their names. You know those boys, like in Elmet, you still remember their names. Oh, dude, I know a lot of people remember uh, yeah, my name. Yeah, 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 it's like... And then hope I'm dead. It's just like ingrained. I was bullied too, yeah, and yeah, I know, yeah. of course, yeah. Yeah. It's like ingrained, you know. Yeah. And so they, they start a petition around class to get me kicked off the soccer team. Because I'm cheating. That's insane. That's such a weird position to be in. And so, and I remember the, I remember the teacher, like, trying to be hush-hush about it, like, so I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't find out, but he was like, you gotta stop this. Like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. And... I remember... Wait, was this recess or was this the actual soccer team? No, it was recess. Okay, yeah. So, I'm not, like, on a league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's not... It's for fun. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not... I'm not taking any trophies away from anybody. Right, yeah. Just Uh, exercise. Yeah. So, he's like... uh, He's like... And I remember that. And I remember kind of being mad at the teacher as well for not thinking I could handle it. Not thinking you could handle what? Not not being hush hush about it. Not being you mean like, like don't tell Lucas. Yeah. Like that we don't want him to play soccer. Yeah, tell me. And that like from even that then on, I remember my personality be like, if you have a problem with me, tell me. Like Yeah. And I like I hate that behind the back, like, right? Yeah. So, like, let's just deal with this right now. Yeah, and and so I remember at our early age being confident enough with my disability to ruin recess. Yeah, that's rare. <laughs> you know, and I, to be confident to be on the field, and then uh, to go out and be just to win. You know? Yeah. yeah. Be able to just find a way to win. Yeah. Which is, and ruin other kids' fun. Yeah. Which was fun for me. Yeah, man. I just love to watch other kids cry when I hit so, them with dodgeball. I, I mean, I, if I, honestly, if I was in a wheelchair, I'd probably be a bully too, man. Yeah. I'd probably be a bully. I, I was a bully to people. Yeah. And, and, Were you made fun of in high school? Did people call oh, you, yeah. like, retard or, yeah. like? Yeah. Of course. Did you just didn't? It didn't oh, bother I, you. No, it bothered me. I ran him over. I took shit to him. Yeah, but you didn't cower. No. No. That's I, what I'm saying. No, I, I mean, I didn't. That that's where I think the pro. As I mentioned earlier, I was I'm I was proud. Yeah. I grew, in high school and college, and I think that was my. 
way too, um, way too, like cope with it. Yeah, yeah, like was being overly proud. You know, interesting to like really assume the identity and be like, yeah. whatever. This is who I am. I understand people will make fun of me, but I don't care. This is yeah. I mean, I had a motto, and I have a tattooed on me. I have a motto at an early age, and my mom hated it. But I had a motto, Crip for Life. So You tattooed that on you? Yeah. Where? I I, I have a Crip for Life tattoo on my thigh. It's a stick and poke, so it looks real crappy. And it says Crip, and four, number four, and then, like, a Y with for the eye and the and that's the bad life yeah yeah i mean it's like that's the bad part of that tattoo yeah, yeah. and the dude tattooing me is like if you're getting this tattoo this is the only way i'm doing it yeah okay do it i don't care i also have a uh a biggie smalls tattoo on the other thigh oh man so i'm not i'm not that I don't really care what goes on my body. Yeah. People take their bodies too seriously. Oh, dude. Dude. Uh, just. You get a tattoo, people are like, you know that's on you forever. I'm like, then, yeah, dude. And then I don't get people. I get being healthy. I don't get people who are crazy about being healthy. Like, I live downtown and downtown Indy, and I roll around like, like 10 degree weather and they're running in oh, this yeah, 10 degree dude. I'm like what are you trying to prove to be I I rolled I rolled I was rolling down the street and they were on the ground doing stretches yeah, in man. like 0 degree weather I'm like you're on the ground in 0 degree weather you're better than that like I yeah uh, like I get sick, man. Go join a gym. Run yeah, inside, uh, you dummy. Uh, yeah, like, we're past this, man. Yeah, it's 2017, uh, yeah. dude. Even the homeless guy is on a bench. He's not even on the ground. Yeah. Come on, man. So, uh, where were we? Oh, uh, oh, I had something to say to you. Okay. To make me, to make me feel better about myself. Okay. I, I wanted to say that it's cool that... I think what a lot of people do is they lean into things that are derogatory. You know what I mean? People try to get you down. They call like they'll call women bitches, and they're call yeah. like black people the n word. Yeah. And it's like, hey, this is like this is meant to make you feel bad. And then if you can take something like that and like appropriate it and be like, I'm gonna embrace what you're calling me. Yeah. And you take that power away. Yeah. You know. And I really I feel so much better about myself right now. Having said that, yeah, you should. So win. thank you. You should win a re- award. Or I something. should. I should get something. Uh, uh, I, I agree. I think it's horrible to, um, call people horrible names. It's mm-hmm. awful. But back to the pity thing, I kind of rather have that blatant prejudice mm-hmm. than the pity. Yeah, because pity... Because I can react yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. I can be like, what did you just say to me? Right. When people are pitting me, they're like, no, I'm being nice. Yeah. Like, so you can't react to it. Yeah, you can't be, like, you can't be upset because it's almost like they're coming from a good place. Yeah, you're but right. But when someone's coming from a bad place, you can get you can be yeah. pissed back. Yeah. I think it's okay to be pissed when someone gives you sympathy, though. I think yeah. it's okay to say, hey, yeah. dude, go fuck yourself. I'm doing fine. Yeah. You worry about your own shit. Don't try to make me feel better to make you feel better. Yeah, but then you're the insane person. Like, if you... I don't think so. Yeah. Um, maybe not. Yeah. I think most people would understand. Yeah, definitely. Um, All right, so what do you... We got to put a bow on this. Okay. What do you want to tell people about you to like kind of rap and say this will help you better understand me and this is what people should know that most people don't um uh, i think like f- 
for people not disabled, I think you you just need to shut up sometimes. Like you need to like be uncomfortable with us. Because it's uncomfortable being disabled, just like you guys did. Uh-huh. Just be uncomfortable with me for a little bit, and mm-hmm. we'll get through this. Like, just shut up and be uncomfortable. Okay. And for disabled people, be confident in yourself and get outside. Yeah. I, I can't tell you how important it is for disabled people to get outside. Like... We're the biggest minority in the country, and I rarely ever see people in wheelchairs outside. Mm-hmm. So we, I think that's where it starts. We need to start doing stuff. And I know it's hard, but we need to start doing stuff. So, so disa- not, so abled people shut up, and disabled people get out. Right on. Okay. That's awesome. Okay. What are you uh what are you doing? What do you got uh, coming up? Um uh, we're hitting up an open mic right now and word, word, word. and I'm Go Bananas Comedy Club. Go bananas, Cameron Connor shout out. The man. Uh, um Top Dog. Um and um and I'm try I'm at this level in comedy where I'm trying to get stuff. So, if you hear this podcast, uh, hit me up. I'm on Facebook, uh, Lucas Waterfill. I'm on uh, YouTube. I got some YouTube videos up. Uh, Do you own LucasWaterfill.com? I don't have a domain name. No, well, I have a Facebook and a YouTube and some Twitter. I got Twitter. Uh, hit me up email me at lucaswarfield.com if you want to book me check my shit out thank you alright well thanks a lot Lucas it's been dope yep later